0: This is big responsibly podcast.
1: We're trying again. Yo
2: yo 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 yo. When you're trying to go live on
0: Instagram, but it doesn't work because the internet
2: stinks. Yeah, we had a minute and a half before this, but we gonna edit it out. You guys didn't know that. What's uh, (laughs) up? Hey. (laughs) We were just talking about rap
3: name. It's your boy
2: Young Aaron DZ. I just looked up on a rap generator this week. uh, The fact that, and they gave me the rap name Airy Swoop or Airy Dog Swoop. (laughs) which is really dumb, but McKenna thought, my girlfriend thought that it would be a good idea to do Airy Swoop for my rap name. What is your rap name?
3: Exactly. Okay, so I just went to MyRapName.com. <laughs> you just laughed. <laughs> and I see I got three suggestions. Oh, I'll go from the from the first to the last. I think the last might be my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have Immortal Daryl D, which is pretty cool. Yeah, immortal cool. Daryl. Okay. Okay. Immortal. That's D, dope. Hey, why not? Wait, what? All what is on my rap, rap name? <laughs> MyRapName.com. Then I got D Daryl Fierce Dog. <laughs>
1: that's way too long.
3: D D F D. You know. DDMD?
2: Okay, and then. (laughs) Wait, wait, D Daryl's. What is it? Fierce Dog. Fierce Dog. That's like the most lame rap name ever. And then we got. (laughs) Fierce Dog? We got this one. Slick Daryl D Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) See, like, that's like ridiculous.
0: I got Johnny J. Triple Style.
2: Triple Style. Dude, these are like straight up 80s '80s '80s rap rap names. names. But, But
0: Johnny Guns
4: with a Z. This is, okay. like, <laughs> this is like what, a words
2: with the Z. This is what Donald Glover <laughs> talks about in his uh... So
4: So I went I went onto the Wu-Tang one. Oh, there's a Wu-Tang
2: rap generator. That's yeah,
4: it's, right it. right it's mess.b. <laughs> and mine is Insane Dominator.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> How did that go? <laughs>
4: It has nothing to do with your name, but I'll take it.
0: I like it. <laughs> it's, like it just, it's like it just knew my personality. It's it fun. says,
3: "It says Joshua Raymond. From this day forward, you will also be known as Insane, Insane Dominator. Dominator." No way! <laughs> oh my God!
2: Wu Tang.
4: What is it called? Wu-Tang it's tang B. No, it's just M E S S. Yeah, messed up B- B- Or
1: rumandmonkey.com, apparently. <laughs> Rum Mine's and monkey. Golden Warlord. It says, "Become a Wu Yours is what? Warrior." Golden <laughs> Warlord.
2: Or full name Alden's is Golden Warlord. Oh, yeah. by the way, everybody, we got a oh a Alden yes. we have a oh special guest, Alden D. Bernader. Actually, it's this <laughs> is Trent exactly. Mackie. Everyone, you yeah. haven't seen
4: him. Trent Mackie. Magby. Trent Mackie has been in 15 yeah. minutes of our podcast. Just came back from getting so. a smoothie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he just, he's actually getting a smoothie, get a right, smoothie now. right now. <laughs> no, he's, still a smoothie. he's still getting a smoothie. He's still getting a smoothie. So we <laughs> we um, cannot
0: get away from just this. We're Start without him. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway,
2: so Alden is, yeah. Alden introduce yourself Alden to these uh, ones. Golden Warlord. That's uh. <laughs>
4: Excuse me. I will oh, only be referred to as my preferred yeah. Yeah, rap yeah. pronoun <laughs> Golden Warlord. What are you <laughs> <clears throat> insane,
2: insane dominator. dominator. Well, I'm lucky bastard. So, Mess
4: B. <laughs> not B? Pretty Mess
3: B. Mess B. I'm lucky I got bastard. Sarcastic Samurai. <laughs> what? Well, okay, cut you
2: down, bro. Yeah, yeah, with, with my words. With my words. Because I'm super sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> I'll cut you down. I'm a wordsmith. I'm a wordsless oh. samurai. I'll cut oh, you down Wars with my swordsmith. words. Wait, did you put your full name in there? Or what if I just yeah, put my put, f- I put first my name? name oh, in I just
4: put my first name. name. I'm gonna put first I put in my full name. I think it says put Ooh, your full like, name.
2: Dude, if I just put Aaron, it's Zexy Desperado. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, Zexy. It's yeah. Zexy Zexy, Bro. Zexy with a Z.
0: Or Zexy 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 with a Z. Wait, if I put in my full name... I got... Okay, I got Inspector Smooth. Oh. That's Inspector on Smooth? On a different one. Actually, Inspector that's... Smooth.
1: Inspector
3: Deck is... If uh, I put my... Just put in my first name, I got Phantom know. Ninja. Phantom Ninja. <laughs> little, okay. Uh, Wait, yeah, if I put my full name, standard, I get Insane Bandit.
2: Cool. So you're Insane Dominator, I'm Insane Bandit. Dude, we the Insane we should be the Insane, insane Clown saucy, bro. the... <laughs> <Insane laughs> <laughs>
1: No, no, no. Oh, well,
2: anyway. Don't want to be any part of uh, Beautiful rap generator, name. (laughs) What's up to everybody who's live?
0: It's just me watching right now. Oh, okay. But that's fine.
2: That's fine. Anyway, that's fine. We've
0: we've dealt with with some of the silly banter, um, which I know everyone loves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah so yeah the five of
4: you have re- what you're listening. okay let's let's Loves have all let's
0: have alden really introduce himself because he is <clears throat> he is a very intellectual excuse gentleman. you He's a super intellectual. golden
2: lord burping on our podcast <laughs> you know what you're out Guy. Golden, i didn't burp golden warlord uh, explain
1: who uh are. my name's alden yeah i'm friends with all of these guys mm-hmm. i go to the same church like, yeah you are mm-hmm. i play electric guitar and acoustic guitar on the worship team there.
2: Mm-hmm. And Come
1: on. that's... uh he skates. I, uh, I skateboard sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm decent. Yeah. Uh, never he ollie a three-star the other day. Yeah, uh, I that's watched that. not impressive. But it was still sick. Back-to-back. Yeah, you. Back. <laughs> you know what? Was, all, like, that wasn't
0: impressive, but it was back-to-back. It wasn't... So, or, yeah. No,
1: it was harder than it looked to do back-to-back. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't land right, then you're... Yeah. you, you got to land... It. Good, so you can set up for the next or Dolly. Mild, for sure. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. Goodly.
0: <laughs> goodly. Uh, Land Goodly.
1: And I also am uh, a songwriter. Yeah, he is. Yep. Yeah. You're, you're,
0: you're, you're a member that. of a band that's not affiliated with this podcast, so we're going to say the name. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. 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 Actually, we can call Called Desert Hounds. Check yeah. them out on Spotify. Oh, Desert Hounds. Spotify. Hounds. Spotify. Apple Josh
2: Music. All of the above. All the, all the platforms that look up Desert yeah. Hounds, they're pretty fire. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What's your
3: favorite thing to do that you do? Yeah. Mm. This is just an interview. Uh, (laughs) It's
2: good though. mm. I'm so sorry. There it is again. (laughs) again. This happens. This literally. Eric never mutes (laughs) his (laughs) computer. Eric never mutes his (laughs) computer. Literally every time. Amazing. Uh, (laughs) uh, I
1: I think I like uh, my favorite thing is recording music in my room because uh, no one in the dark. tells me what to do. In and my closet? In my closet. In your closet. My closet's freedom. full of t-shirts, so I can't
2: yeah. do that. Hmm. Yeah. It would muffle the sound, though. I thought it I record actually.
1: vocals up against it, actually. Up against your clothes? Yeah. You're in you the clothes? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <He's> inside <laughs> the clothes. <laughs> I put my mic inside <laughs> one of my t-shirts, and then... That's it. You know yeah. what? You open them up, and then you stick the mic in there, so it makes like a little cave tunnel. I don't know if that's even good to do. I haven't done it. Oh, it makes,
2: like, one of those backdrops, like, yeah. what you, you, you just, use the like, phone You just, know, like, you put it
1: in between two sections of shirts. Yeah. You know, 50 on each side. I 50 mm-hmm. on each 50 side. 50 shirts on each side. That's probably. That so gets the right dampening. Enough? Yeah. Maybe. I've seen you, you wore, wear
4: five different t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is something about Alden. He probably wears only five shirts. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah.
2: But it's, yeah. <laughs> yep. That, that's, two pairs of that's pants. That's the truth. That's beautiful about him. He's, a, he's yes. a man of simplicity. Yep. <laughs> Great. So, anyway. We were talking earlier. What are we talking about today? Before
0: podcast started. And, and, That's uh, crazy. Oh, by the way, if you
2: haven't heard this podcast before, Think Responsibly is all about thinking. <coughs> doing it in a responsible, in a responsible manner. manner. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know what that actually means, you probably have to listen to episode two. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about it. But it's basically open up yourself. To ideas. To ideas, to other people's thought, and to not being afraid of being wrong. Mm -hmm. To entering into the unknown depths. To holding your thoughts loosely, like the sands of time. Yes. Yes, in the hourglass of eternity, I think I said. The hourglass of the universe. (laughs) The hourglass of the universe, that's what it is. Daryl,
0: what were we previously talking about? Because you can introduce it, because you kind of introduced the subject earlier.
3: Uh, (laughs) The last thing we were talking about... How did we get three ended mm. up talking about um We're talking about as well. Then that led to um whether or not we know it eventually led to a path of heaven, hell um now we can talk about whether or not those, what those things are exactly. I don't know. <laughs> but um I don't know if we want to do that right now. But how do people know that they're doing the right thing or wrong thing? And Fro is saying that people, we all sh- we all inherently know, or at least know by the Holy Spirit, what is right and what is wrong, universally. Mm-hmm. We all have that ability to know what is right, and what is wrong. And I disagreed with Fro, saying I, I don't think that we can completely know what is right and wrong across the board. Yeah. Mainly because I don't have I don't I haven't seen any kind of actual expression of that happening. of well, We can talk about general things, like it's bad to kill people, but it's not always bad to kill people. I mean, there'd be yeah, many people who would I say that. 100%. 100%. Yeah,
4: I don't even think it's 100% bad to kill people. God. God. Yeah, and if, taking God. if, we, if we can't always
3: agree on yeah. if taking the life of an individual like when is, it is wrong or not, then that's when <laughs> when is it
4: When is it justified and when is it not unjustified? Is when it comes down to... Yeah, the actual ethics and morality of how do you decide that and determine that.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're talking about bias and can we, I was saying that we know what it, we we have an innate sense of what is right or wrong, partially based on how we were raised and the environment we were raised in, the experiences we've had and how they affected us and how through that experience we determined whether or not it was right or wrong based on if it was helpful or unhelpful or beneficial or non-beneficial. Or it was helpful for us to survive or not to survive. And those things help us figure out what is right or what is wrong. And we will pick those things up without knowing we are picking those things up. Is what I was saying. That it becomes part of us in our society. And they, that helps determine and shape what we say, what is right, and what is wrong. Which is why you have so many groups of people. I mean, groups tend to gather together based on common thought. But also, if you're in the group, you are going to, you're more likely to have common thought. The thought of the group. Yes, and so if you're raised in the group, you're more likely to think like the group. And I was saying certain groups that are so far apart, so different, don't have the capacity to think the same way because they have not. That's not the way they've learned to think. Stop. And so they think Sometimes about syndrome
0: of thought. So, so they think about at? certain okay.
3: ideas in different ways. They won't agree on what is right, or what is wrong, because they're thinking about them different. So uh, with that, like I don't see how
4: you could go from that to. Um, and objective morality. Yeah. So how what would what would you say <laughs> with obje- about objective morality?
3: Well what I think me and you have actually had a conversation about this before. Yeah, and
4: I wasn't sure if you were just like trying to play the devil's I advocate was, on <laughs> it. <was> or,
3: put...
4: <laughs> or if you have an actual thought about it. I think was like is... I'm always
3: playing the devil's advocate, so I think that it is um uh it's some things are dangerous to be so confident that we know what is right and what is wrong. And I think it's okay to th- have a stance on something and believe that it is right believe that it is wrong. Mm-hmm. But to say that you know objectively, or that we know objectively, that this is right and this is wrong is dangerous because I think when we start doing that, we start being closed off to everything else. And if we are wrong in any way, we're not gonna know. And so I ask questions to peel things off when I feel like there might be walls around the, the, the subject. So, with objective morality, uh, can you give me a diff- like, what do you mean by objective morality? Like, there is, in every situation,
4: there is a for sure right thing and a for sure wrong thing. Mm-hmm. That no matter what, even if people believe it or not, that it is... A law, and it is there regardless of mm. your thought about mm.
3: it. Okay, so I think there's a couple of things. The way that question, the way that we determine what is objectively right or wrong, is dependent upon what perspective we're taking and what approach we're taking, and how we determine what is right or wrong. We can that, sure that's we can the, say that's the
4: thing. Objective morality doesn't isn't determined by what well, you think well, is right. Well, that's wrong. not necessarily true. Objective, it is it is right or wrong you come after
3: that's not necessarily true how is there that not is, necessarily well, true what to, it it's is an that,
4: objective thing like we don't determine it
3: yeah that's what he's that saying it means subsets. yeah quite, but, but
2: you're
0: describing is, a subjective truth
4: though i'm describing no, he's objective, saying objective, objective truth yeah so we don't always determine the wrong what thing or the wrong yeah, thing regardless so of how we determine or we think it is or what we determine it to be
3: that it would be I mean, so that's let me, if you, in the world of like of, of ethics, in the study of ethics, and morality, the ethic is like the way you decide what is, the way you go about figure mm-hmm. out what's moral, what's immoral. I think mm-hmm. I might have talked about this before. Immoral, immoral, moral, non-moral, immoral. amoral. Amoral. <laughs> um, there's different moral fluid. ethical stances and approaches, mm-hmm. and depending on what that stance is, is the way you figure out what's right or wrong. The only uh-huh. way to have this kind of objective morality that it seems like you're talking about mm-hmm. is to have a deontological stance deontological approach Deontolo- deontology is is the belief that there's a list of rules and they're right or wrong simply because they're there or because the law because that says so because not that it doesn't have to be the law but because this source of authority says it's right or wrong that means it's right or wrong mm-hmm. regardless of anything else that in a sense could be considered objective i suppose if you take it to the highest point, and you say this is always right or wrong simply because these things are said to be right or wrong by this yeah, authority, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I um, feel like
2: I used to, I used to jump fully on board with objective morality. Mm-hmm. Like I do think there is something innate within us, that. But I do think that thing that is innate within us is subjective.
4: Well, I think it's changing, but I don't think it's subjective.
2: It 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 evolves, <laughs> but.
0: But <clears throat> like, like it's it's when, it's
4: different for a different situation because any situation there's going to be different variables happening. So mm-hmm. like, you can't say that m- that m- killing someone is always wrong.
0: Well, let's let's take it. This- but in okay. different
4: situations, it could be justified, and in other situations, it's not justified. Well,
0: let's
3: take it this way: Is lying wrong? No, I mean sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like was Rahab I would say, if- was Rahab wrong? I would say lying is not objectively wrong. Okay, I don't think example example where
0: lying is okay. Rahab, okay. Yeah, Rahab. Rahab. I mean, if we're looking at biblical situations, well, let's explain Rahab. Rahab is one of them.
4: Don't know where she lied. She lied to the guards, telling the guards that the Jews went the other direction, so that the Jews can get away, the spies can get away from the guards.
2: Or if you talk about lying in. Not Germany, Germany. <laughs>
4: that's Why were we on the same page oh, yeah. there? That's a classic you know,
2: situation. <laughs> that's a classic yeah. situation. No, there's yeah. no Lying. Jews. Lying, no, we don't have Jews here. Or um, we do it every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you lie to protect people's feelings. You t- yeah, exactly. You yeah. lie to, you know, say like, oh like, yeah, I do miss you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I wanna hang out. Yeah, with I totally <laughs> saw your Instagram story. Love it. Yeah, you know what I mean? But it's Please like, don't test it's to
2: <laughs> you know, it's to maintain relationship. I've never had one conviction about saying like, oh my god, like yeah, I missed you too, like let's get together or something like that, and then it never happens or something like that. I'm not I don't I'm not burned with like, I just lied to them, I don't actually wanna like get together with But when week. you
4: said that, do you at that moment like really think that you don't actually wanna do it or is it like genuine at the time and then later on
2: you're just like yeah. I like it. Well, it depends on the situation. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Sometimes you just be like legit, so, like,
4: "Oh yeah, let's totally do that." Yeah, yeah, yeah and then I totally walk away,
2: and I'm like, "That will never happen." Yeah, uh, sure. Well, that, that no, was, don't tell me it never happens to you, do <laughs> <laughs> That often that
0: often happens with somebody else who's flaky. Not that you're flaky, but it's just like, yeah, if you make the effort, I will
2: totally mm-hmm. participate in said activity. yeah Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you never will. So, let, yeah, I don't think lying is. It's not wrong in every situation. Yeah. Like we said, murder, not necessarily. Well, you wouldn't even call it murder. You if You kill someone it. for a just yeah. cause. And that's why, I mean, I've been yeah. reading the Old Testament. Yeah. There's a whole lot of holy murder. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a whole lot of it. Yeah. A, <laughs> a whole <laughs> whole and like, <laughs> like three fourths of the Old Testament. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, basically. But um, well, with Moses.
0: When he was defending the Israelite, he probably handled the the Egyptian slave driver a little too roughly, but ended up killing him. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: that was one but person. But
3: he was he was defending what? So that was one person in the. the if we're considering all the killing that happened in the Old Testament, well, was using example. an example. Yeah. Like, oh, I okay. an example. <laughs> I'm
0: not saying he's the only one. I'm just saying like that was he was defending one of his brethren who was being unnecessarily beaten and then, you know, accidentally toss the fool off the side of whatever.
2: Yeah, accidentally. Is that just in the movie or is that... <laughs> actually- well, <laughs> well that's, in, that's in the movie, but he kills him. Yeah. yeah. Well, he the, does the, kill him. The cartoon yeah. The cartoon. The cartoon he throws him off the, the side Christ
0: of, of the pyramid. He throws him <laughs> off.
1: <Yeah>. Does not <laughs> say <laughs> that that was okay in the Bible? It doesn't that say it was okay off. or not okay. It doesn't. But he, he, felt,
0: he felt proper shame because he did kill him and then the next day the Israelites were like, oh, we don't want to piss him off because
2: he killed that guy yesterday. But then you see God leading Joshua... With his people into the promised land, and then God, it's God, it's God, everything. God, God tell yeah, God tells them, you know, and you know, when the walls anyway, of Jericho you, falls, the, you know, it's, it's like kill it's everyone. the first crusade. Yeah, he says, he says, leave, <laughs> leave no one alive. Yeah. You know, kill everyone. Not even people that are necessary to kill. Kill the women. Kill the children who aren't even fight. They you are know, I mean, my people. Well,
3: they're right. if you're thinking about their time, it makes sense for them to kill everybody because. The purpose of Israel was to be separate and not to be influenced by other nations, other cultures. Mm-hmm. And if they left people alive and other cultures to integrate with them as in a massive amount, then it, like, what happened with Israel would have happened anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, it ha- ended up happening where they being, like, started worshiping the other gods and turning away from God and not paying attention, like, losing their. So God was telling them to kill
2: everyone because they would be influenced by their people. Right. Into worshiping other gods, into practicing practicing pagan practices, just like everybody else. Yeah, but that's what makes
3: sense, and I, I might even say, thousand say it in regards to some of the maybe not that people. It's no, just Exodus, you know.
0: or just Joshua. So,
3: so they don't that way they don't start yeah. worshiping the gods of the other places and turn away from Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and which makes that make sense in their cult, in their time. I think it's
4: four for... At least for, no. for, <laughs> at least for their the understanding
3: of God, that would make sense. If that was their understanding of how God's worked back then, that would be a very sensible thing to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So there are some... One thing, one
4: commandment that I haven't really been able to think of like a scenario that is like a plausible scenario at least that would be justified would be adultery. For like at least for oh, okay. for the last five of the commandments, like the ones with like the ones with, God, with God, those yeah. seem like a pretty hard rock, solid, objective. Because on it, the first, yours. the first one, like have no other one, gods before me, yeah. worshiping false idols, like all that, like the first
0: one of the last five. I think it's the last. The first I five, think it's the fifth commandment. Honor your father and mother. Then there's the a pro- there's a promise in that one, but honor your father and mother. It's like. I was teaching this a few weeks back on Mother's Day. Oh, we're and, an honor. Well, no, no. no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, Again, an example. Jeez. No, I
4: say we're getting back into honor like it's going to go down that rabbit hole. No, we're not going to go, to go, go down. I'm <laughs> using probably. it as an e- I know you're using it as an example. <laughs> go, get so, your example.
0: <laughs> so honoring your father and mother, when you're talking about that, we, you get the questions like, well, what if the person's Dad beats them and tells them to do things that oh, are like, and it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, like, where do you draw that line? But like, it's like, it's, that, it's like yeah. what I said
4: in the last podcast like, honoring isn't to just do things blindly, it is to, yeah, like, it's not honoring your father to allow him to do that to you, right? But we're honoring about him would be to stand up and not allow him to do that bad thing mm-hmm. that he's doing yeah. to you, and like, it's not good for you, and it's not even good for him, yeah. So like it wouldn't be honoring to allow him to do something that's bad for him, you know, especially if it's hurting you, because then you're gonna become turn out worse for the wear, and to honor your father and mother would be to be the best person that you can be, so that like because you are their legacy. So that that like that's just like a a shallow definition of honor, is. Just obeying, or, or you know, like it is, you but know. you have
0: to start shallow before you can go deep. I know, but like, I'm just saying, you have to wade into the ocean. You can't just. But we're going deep part. What does it mean do? <laughs> <take> <boat laughs> exactly? Or, or you're still to going.
1: honor your father or mother. Yeah, we <laughs> we had. There's... <laughs> there's there's, there's <laughs> it's 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 all this. Go listen to episode three.
4: Well, it's, it's just, it doesn't listen to the podcast people. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. apparently. It, it, it was
0: just, it was just an example of like, because like I said, you have to start at the, the most shallow definition of things for people to understand where you're going. And when you start at the most shallow definition, you have to explain those things a little further. It's like, okay, you can say that in order to honor your father, you can't allow him to do that because that's not actually honoring him, even though that's what he's saying in the moment, because that will further uh, infiltrate his soul with things that aren't of God. And it will further take you away from God because God put these people in your life that are now abusing you physically, emotionally, sexually, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean,
1: kind of gives him an out Almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. So
0: starting at – when you start at the shallow definition, you have to – I mean, and you have to start that way. You can't just throw out – like we understand what you said. But other people, when you're talking about honor, you're, you're talking about the, – Why? The, I was just but, trying to
4: think of what you're talking about in context to what we were talking yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's why I mean. anyway yeah. so it was, the, to... it was
0: the objective morality line yeah yeah that's what we were talking about it's like, like okay lying isn't always bad when you're growing up they tell you that lying is bad yeah but they right. don't tell you the nuance when it comes to lying it's like yeah. does this make my butt look big no <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah uh, right
4: yeah <laughs> so. it's the it is <laughs> that I think you like we have to start from, would that be bad if it actually did and you allowed them to go <laughs> out with
1: your <the> <laughs> <kid>? yeah <laughs> Well, Shoot, that, that depends that's on it. what <laughs> you're saying right or wrong. That depends on the what you say is right The truth will set you is free. Is yeah, I don't know.
2: Not <laughs> women with their butts looking I feel like big. I feel like everyone so has... Free of
4: that relationship.
2: Everyone... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everybody has their own oh view of what is right and what is wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, even when we talk about objective morality... We talk about it in ways that are subjective. You know what I mean? Or like, I, I just don't think there's like this overlying arch. And I think that's why, I think that's why it was just like love. You know what I mean? That's why Jesus right. came and gave the commandment of love. Yeah. And he said, all of the law is summed up in this. It's love. And yeah, love right. is so nuanced. Like, right. it, yeah. it is love to, to lie here. You know what I mean? It is love to keep these people alive, you know what I mean? So that these Nazis don't get... That's love. Yeah, okay, exactly I'm going to lie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it's love Like protecting to-
4: somebody so you kill them. Exactly.
2: Like you have or to be so able to So you save. kill not, not the person you're protecting. <laughs> <laughs> you're protecting somebody so you murder their face. <laughs> <Yes.
4: laughs> oh I'm god. protecting them yourself from you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. god. Protecting somebody you're going to all. destroy yourself. Ah. Yeah, you're protecting somebody so you kill like an attacker, you know, an assailant.
0: Somebody's getting mugged and you accidentally But yeah, that w- that would
4: still be yeah. I would say that that could even be like an objective morality that love
3: is the objective morality. It is mm-hmm. the object of morality. Ooh. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, and that's where we're ending
2: the podcast. Today. <laughs> Let's move we're away tired. from objective reality and move morality. into love as the object of morality. You, objective reality. <laughs> is
4: that what I said? Objective. There's yeah. subjective reality. For well, sure. I guess we're kind well, of well. There, there okay, is. So, God. Oh, no, no, no.
0: so that uh, what we're talking. If we're gonna move into the love part, I think there's a gap, time is relative. there's a gap. Th- yeah, there's a gap to bridge, and we're running short on time. Already, so um, Are we, I gotta go see Jaws. Gotta go see Jaws. <laughs> um, is there's, new Jaws out? No, no they're, they're playing Jaws in classic, the theater. classic movies. It's the <laughs> the bridge <laughs> to gap between objective and <laughs> subjective morality and where we want to go is we're talking about this thing within us that just causes us to know that's wrong, that's right, that's wrong, mm-hmm. that's right, and that goes back to God. But there's that thing within us that also. Uh, Daryl's cringing. Go
3: ahead. I was going to say, because that thing is not always is not consistent with with from individual to individual. Um, you didn't let me finish. That's okay. why I was pausing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I it.
1: that's why I did it. You cringed so hard that I couldn't ignore it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Daryl had a minor seizure. Guys. Yeah, yeah. No. But then, but then, our sin, but when our sin nature came into play. Starting back. Oh God, I can't even talk. Okay, podcast over, guys. Oh no, you Jeez, when our sin nature came into play, that's where we we. Ha- oh God, that's where we got this difference between.
3: It's not just me, okay. It's Aaron. He's laughing at you. All right,
1: All right. say I'm listening No,
0: I'm done. Daryl, I'm go listening. ahead.
1: And- to
3: go
0: that, on, I would say that you <laughs> to know. To go that. on, wait,
1: let Jonathan,
2: let Jonathan, Jonathan
0: finish. Real quick. Okay, it's that we the things that we know, good and bad. Mm-hmm. We want to do the good before with with God, but when our sin nature comes into play, that's when I feel that we have that. But that's when that battle is, is has begun, and that's that's all I was trying to say but now I'm saying it way less eloquently because people
4: my thing <laughs> is that we know objective morality because it's the Holy Spirit is what that thing is and I do think that the Holy Spirit is consistent and will yes. talk to people consistently but we may not process how he talks like correctly okay, see, he
3: from, got, from individual he, to individual. he got where I was going yeah <laughs> No, I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. Well, cuz it says I've been the there.
2: Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where I'm basing yeah, yeah, my on. So understanding the, you're saying on. that Well, the Holy Galatians
0: Spirit 5:16 also says, "Let the Holy Spirit guide your lives, then you will no longer be doing what your sinful nature
4: craves." And it also says that the Holy you can't go come to Jesus except through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's what brings you to Jesus. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that means that regardless of if you're saved or not saved, or you're a Christian or whatever, you have the Holy Spirit guiding you, like talking to you and you know what you should do. But through your sinful nature and whatever other mechanism, your culture or whatever, mm-hmm. it will dissuade you. And like, you know, so that the end result doesn't come out what you like is
3: perfectly good. So what if... So you have a group of Christians, right? Many mm-hmm. groups of Christians. Mm-hmm trying to figure out what's best. What, do you what is the right thing to do? What's the wrong thing to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have multiple people saying different things. This is the right thing to do. No, this is the right thing to do. No, this is the right thing to do. How do you know what's the Holy Spirit and what's not the Holy Spirit if we're going to use our framework? If we're going to use that framework. What's the Holy Spirit? What's, in, what's our sinful nature? And how do you know the difference? If all these Christians who are saying, yes, no, we all yeah, like, I understand. love Jesus. It's, just, it's human error. Yeah. That's that's my. It's just
4: human error, but I think there is some. There is a way to get, or you can find it, but you have to sift through human error. And I don't know how it's possible to to correctly identify human so error. So there is an objective when, morality. When you have human impossible. error, it's just impossible to know. <laughs> yeah, <what> it <laughs> it's impossible <laughs> to know what it is. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> but you can try. as well not exist. You can All try, right. and that's <laughs> what we're doing. We're trying. We're yeah. trying. <laughs> So you could say that the Bible is a, like an objective part of the morality. But then again, it is interpreted by different groups of people at the mm-hmm. same time. And with different, different contexts. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty dicey. Mm-hmm. And it's very mystical. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of mystery to it. Well, there's a ton of mystery to it
0: for sure. Well, that that's that's exactly I mean, I think that's where Josh was trying to get as well, especially when dealing with the Holy Spirit. like there could be a group of people, but that group like group A could have gone to the Holy Spirit and gone to God in prayer and really sought after what the vision was for said situation, which we didn't really define. And then group B could have gotten together and had a group meeting of 100 people and came to a decision when they prayed at the beginning of the meeting, but then it was all about them like discussing the idea. Group C could have just been like, oh, well we had an idea with this thing like six years ago and this is how we think we should do it. And then you have to sift through that those three groups of people coming together and saying, this is best. And it's like, okay, they have three different answers. This one's outdated because they had the idea six years ago. This one doesn't seem Holy Spirit led because they prayed at the beginning of their meeting and then they had a human discussion for an hour and a half. And then this group went to the Holy Spirit and got word from the Holy Spirit and they all got the same word and the same idea and they worked through it together. So it's like, that's the human error side. It's like, it depends on the approach of the church or group of people that would be Talking about the specific idea in, in your scenario.
3: Oh, in my scenario, I would think everybody's taking the same approach. But if people I mean, don't take the same approach, so that has to be... Yeah, but people also don't always hear the same thing from but the if Holy you, Spirit. But if you do... Or they think they're hearing the Holy Spirit, it's not always the same thing. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah, how do you for sure determine that what
3: you're hearing is Holy Spirit? And there is... A, I have like I have like... I mean, I was raised in the church going to Christian, so I know a lot of Christian answers to these things. Yeah. But like, you can go to the, like, obviously, you were looking at the Bible to see what's, if, it goes, if it's in line with what the Bible says. But then you have to consider how you're reading the Bible and how you're mm-hmm. interpreting the Bible. And you've got to
0: consider if, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11 is in context or... If, <laughs> if, if or not. if it's just on your fridge. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but that, I mean, that's, that's where you get into this, that dicey territory where it's like, I mean, you don't want to say anything with, Christianity and the Holy Spirit is like dicey territory, but people—oh,
3: it's dicey territory.
0: People, <laughs> for sure. People, people get—I mean, we get bogged down in those types of things all the time. That's just
3: the reality of
0: life. Yeah. And we didn't get into the love part, but
3: <laughs> no, I think and but I but, think this is why that's why love is so important. Like when, like it's just like when we consider, okay, well, what's loving? What's the most loving thing to do? And Jesus said. Yeah. The greatest thing is to love God with everything and to love your neighbor, your neighbor. Your neighbor. as yourself. Yeah. yeah, love the people around you as yourself. I think you should. <laughs> then we should love. Then it's like then the- we should talk- love-, love each other. If we're talking about the way yeah.
0: Jordan Peterson sees it, it's love your neighbor as you would love someone that you are responsible for taking care of, not yourself, because we tend to discount who we are as people and not take care of ourselves as well as we would take care of someone that we're in. That we are responsible for taking
3: care of. Yeah, that's why I wasn't <laughs> gonna say love your neighbor as yourself because like, sometimes we don't love, love ourselves yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just love. We, we definitely love don't people. love ourselves well.
0: I was talking today to uh, love, love your neighbor team.
2: as you should love yourself. <laughs> as, <laughs> as you should love yourself.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe that maybe that's more of a a modern issue. I don't know, but people nowadays we we tend to not take care of ourselves as well as. I wouldn't take care of myself as well as I would take care of Alden or Daryl if I was responsible for taking care of you.
3: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say something yeah. Because really I would
0: controversial
4: ma- I would... and say it's our matriarchy society now <laughs> that's all just nurturing and, like, over-nurturing. So we over-nurture everything else around us instead of, and like, take away from ourselves. What's, what is that
0: verse in Galatians? Like, you're not important? You're not that important. I think if uh-huh. you if
4: you think you're too busy to help somebody, too. you're only fooling yourself. You're not that important. Yeah. <laughs> is it, if you, thought, think uh, Second, if Second you think you're you think yourself greater than, it's Second yeah, Corinthians
0: something twelve. We'll look so. it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but love, love, love is important in in the the way we handle things. But I think
4: most definitely, I think all morality is found in love.
3: Yeah. The way I think so. Going back to, I don't know if I would call this objective morality. And I agree that there is always something that is the, mo- that's the most beneficial thing to do mm-hmm. in any situation. Though, I mean, it could be hard to decipher. But it's not and always I don't, the same. Yeah, it's not always the same, which is why I say what's not objective. Because if it's objective, I would think that well, I think I it's guess, not always the same. If you're not because talking because about objective actions. Yeah, if you're not talking different. about action. If no action is objectively right or wrong, mm-hmm. then I'm curious as what other thing when you say objective morality, what is it they referring to? But I think you mean that there is something in every situation there is a right thing to do. Is that what? You yeah, mean? yeah, right. that, yeah.
4: The holy like because what you were saying with the the what was the de- deistic or whatever approach? Deontology. Deontology. Deontological. Okay. That the Holy Spirit is the <clears throat> all good. Thing that determines it, or God is the, that all good thing that yeah. determines it. It's yeah, just when, that when we it, can't really, f- for sure, know that because we have miles and miles of our own faulty thoughts, like diluting Well, the thing yeah, the I,
3: thing is in in a. In, God, just real quick on that, yeah. I want not because I want to say that's deontological just because it's it's almost situational, which is a different kind of ethic. There's something called situational ethics, which in every situation, there's a different thing that's right or wrong to do. Mm-hmm. And so deontological would be this set of things you never do or you always do, and you can, you, you, they're doable things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would be deontological. Those no. are always right, those are always wrong. Okay, so it has to be like a hard and fast rule thing. Yeah, they're hard and fast rules, so that's a different approach. Um, Jonathan, do you want to say something? No, that's Because morality
4: isn't like a straight law. It's like morality is to me is just like right or wrong. It's not a, it's, it's not a boom rule. Morality isn't it rules. It's it's a right or wrong. Yeah, Galatians six three. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was Galatians.
0: Galatians six three, this is the verse we were talking about. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves, but then it goes on to in in Galatians. Six four. It says you're not that important.
4: Nice. Yeah. If you think you're too important, if you think you're too busy to help somebody, you're only fooling yourself.
3: You're not that important. You're not that That's important. important. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're not it's so, so it's important. so great. Calm down. There's a theologian named Stanley Grenz. He teaches at I can't remember what the university he teaches at. He has this book called Created for Community, and in it, he talks about. Morality, what is right or wrong? He talks about how humanity and how everything is created for community. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that. Community with ourselves. He talks about these different communities. Community with ourself. Um, that's just our relationship with ourselves. Our community with God, like our relationship with myself and with God. My community with others. My relationships with the people around me and the people in my community. And my relationship between me and creation. And he talks about how everything is meant to be in unison, how everything is meant to function in unison and to to bind together in community. And when things are good, that the, everything is in good community. And essentially, I mean, that's what love is, right? It is a love binds community together. Mm-hmm. Every solid community is made of Being love. together. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's even a scripture. <laughs> um, that, that's an interesting thing that we and put talk. on love,
2: which binds everything together in perfect mm-hmm. unity and harmony. Yeah, that's, I just actually was reading that. That's, that's
3: what things. we talked about or, with
0: with Trent, the invisible one. Um, <laughs> we talked about that briefly. It's like we we tend to bond quickly over things that we hate, but if we're not bound with things that we love and mutual love for one another and mutual love for things, activities, all that kind of stuff, then we're not actually going to be to have a good relationship. It's just like, I hate that, I hate that, I hate that, but we're not really going into anything.
3: Yeah, you won't won't have like a deeper I don't know, I think think
4: the strongest bonds are built over negative things. Initially, maybe. No, I think completely. Like, if you've ever played football, or like, that's why the army, the drill instructors, you're Most of the bonds are built over a hate for your drill instructor. When you're playing football, you all bond around hating the coach. Like we're, we're, we're mainly designed for like, like to prevent negative things from happening rather than like creating good things to happen.
0: I'm saying there has to be more to a relationship and to an interaction and to a community than just hate for the coach.
4: I think that there could to, be, but I think a, a, you can still get a pretty it, damn good bond that, from hating of
1: the coach. It can. I said. Yeah. I said.
0: Yeah. I, said okay. I said initially that. But well, even after, I together. think
4: you can come back to like if I see my football, my teammates, I'm gonna be like from high school even. Like I still like I am mean, super excited to see them, even if we didn't talk about things that we had common interests about.
3: You just talk about coach. Yeah, when
4: we just talk about how <laughs> crappy all those up-downs were. <laughs> uh, like that that because we went through that struggle and that pain together, mm-hmm. like that was an even greater bond than me going mm-hmm. to watch a movie with somebody. Or like doing something that we mutually enjoy and love together. Well pain no. is a
3: super strong there it's yeah, pain, I mean, that's, painful that's, experiences binding people, well, people together. Yeah, sure.
0: people people are bound through like the worst experiences like so I'm sure I'm sure true. neighbors that didn't know each other in Houston with the the hurricane and the flooding and everything, they got real close after going through that tragedy together. yeah. Huh? yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not really neighbors anymore, but they probably have communication <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, but they probably have. <laughs> they're like that freaking hurricane. We're bonded for life now, but uh, we don't live near each other. Um, but that—that's—that's that's one way to get a strong bond, is through those horrific experiences. It's,
3: it's not horrific. It could be just any just intense experience just that just you share with somebody. Yeah, it could be good. It could be bad. I mean, it's something I just, something that just you've talk, like struggled with.
0: I'm just talking yeah. about that initial like. That but we—we're all
3: kind of like,
4: like, like we all. People are just more sensitive to negative experiences in general yeah. than we are positive experiences. Right. You can pick out a, a angry face in a crowd faster than you can pick out a happy face in a crowd.
0: Especially if they're
4: surrounded by happy faces. Yeah, we no like, even if it's, it's, it's just like neutral faces. Yeah, which why do survive? Yeah, and you 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 pick out. You can. There's a thing on brain games where they're showing like pictures of like different things, and inside the pictures like a baby, like just a flower, this that just just a bunch of random things, and then there'd be a spider, and everybody thought the spider, the picture of the spider, was on the screen longer than everything else, because your brain is just like, you see the negative, scary yeah. thing, and it's more sensitive to that, because we're more right. designed to be safe and protect mm-hmm. and protected mm-hmm. than we are to doing something positive. So yeah, yeah. we're yeah, more sure. designed to keep negative things from happening than to make positive things to happen. Well, no. the,
2: the psychologist Caroline Leaf says something of the opposite of that you know in in, she says that based on her studies of like our neuro pathways and stuff like that that our mind is actually it it is predisposed to think positive things and actually the negative things that we think form inconsistent and like negative forming uh, proteins in our brain which actually form into Disease and anxiety mm. and other things that travel throughout our body. Yeah, and she actually says that positivity actually stirs the brain. You know, what I mean, like it actually makes. But I understand that we could be in a such a maybe that maybe it's more of like an the, internal well,
4: thing of like we we want more positive things like in, or like our brains like try to. But more positive things, but we're more mm-hmm. sensitive to the negative things outside. Mm-hmm. It, has,
3: it has to do with the neurology of our brain and like even just the anatomy of our brain. The, the most basic parts of our brain are faster, mm-hmm. and those mm-hmm. most basic parts are wired to keep us alive. Mm-hmm. Like well, our that, quick alerts and our quick that's responses
0: from when, you know, well, uh, evolutionary biologists and stuff will say that went back to when we were apes living in trees. And when we see a snake or still, that, when we see a snake <laughs> still, yeah. we react. In a way, like chimps, when they see a snake, they see the snake, they run from the snake, they get to a high point, and then they look at the snake because they need to see that negative thing. They need to know where it's at so they can be protected from it.
1: Mm-hmm. So the, I get, a, I get the, I
0: get safe. the neurology behind that, and like even if you don't believe we evolved from apes and all that stuff that still goes back to the circuitry that we have as humans when we didn't have tools when to we, survive yeah, yeah just to survive what you're talking about survival and all, all right. that kind of yeah. stuff i gotta go fro fro and okay. fro and and alden, oh. is alden
3: staying alden staying okay. on, <laughs> as before i'm gonna get back to what i was talking about real quick yeah um since we're on the topic of morality this whole time <laughs> sort of um kind <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know uh, so, with Stanley Granz and Creative for Community, he talked about those relationships. Hmm. And I don't remember if this was the conclusion in his book or the conclusion that I came to after reading his book. I would think that is what he what he alluded to, at least. Uh, sir, why don't you just send us a
0: message and tell us if this is your conclusions. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley, Stanley
2: wherever you're at, Stanley, send us a message. I love your, your book. <laughs> Catch my life. All right. <laughs>
3: Got you will never my, hear this. It got me through my ethics class when I didn't know how to figure out what was right or what was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he boils it down to, since like our purpose is community with all those aspects, self, God, others, and creation, that what is right or what is wrong is, uh, is subject to those things. Mm-hmm. What is beneficial for, if it's, if it's detrimental for my relationship with myself, my relationship with God, more relationship with others, more relationship creation, then it's the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. If it's gonna do something that goes against community and creating community in those aspects, then, it, then I would consider it to be wrong. And that changes situation to situation, person to person. But if it's gonna help build the relationship, whichever relationship that is, then I would say it's a good thing. It's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Or it is a good thing. Not necessarily the right thing, but it is a right thing to do. Because there can be many things. If it's going to go against those relationships and distort or be destructive, ultimately, to any of those relationships, then I would say that's the wrong thing to do. It is a wrong thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think
0: you're you're right. (laughs) But I, <laughs> I love my thoughts. Well, like if you have it. <laughs> no, no, no. It, my thoughts are more based on the the bonds and love that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. That's totally correct, and that happened. Th- those those things happen in community, and those things are important when you're in a community. But what we were talking about before my brother left was um, he was saying that we're bonded by those negative things. And I think that has a lot to do with culture. I don't think we're predisposed, like Aaron was saying. I don't think we're predisposed cognitively to be bonded by the negative in a real way. We do get bonded initially, but that doesn't mean that that we... And like you said, it can, it kind of can just boil down to intense experience. Like you could be worshipping next to someone at a Sikh night at the church that is not affiliated with this podcast. <laughs> and... <laughs> And like you could be, you could be totally worshiping and they could break down crying or you could break down crying. One of you puts your arm around the other person and and prays for them. And that could be like a really strong bond. And then you're just friends after that. Um, But we do, we do often, like Trent was saying, like we tend to bond over things that we hate. And it's like, yeah, I hate that. I hate that thing too. You're totally right. Let's talk about that all the time. How we Mm -hmm. hate that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, but then after that initial negative reaction to that thing, in order to continue to be friends and to continue to have that bond and that community, there needs to be something more Yeah, and there needs to be a bond of love. And I think that might've been what Josh was missing when I initially said that, but I don't think that that could bond you necessarily. And maybe he doesn't think that maybe it's not that the negative,
2: negative. It's not that negative things don't bond us together. Right. It's not, I don't think it's the, it has to be that way. You know I mean? I think it is like we grow up and we're so, we're so negative. You know what I mean? Like there is like a negative aspect to our culture. Like look on social media. It's like what to complain about. You know what I mean? It's right. like whether it's politics or whether it's, you know, your home life or whether it's, you know, your church or whether, you know what I mean? It's just like or whether it's your pastor or what this person said or blah, 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 blah we complain about it. You easier. know what I mean? It seems it's, to be easier. It seems to be easier to complain yeah. about. It, it's, it might be a, you know, we're talking about shallow waters, it might be a more shallow way to connect. And yeah, like it does like, I think suffering produces insane bonds. Like people who go through yeah. war together, they're like freaking brothers, you know, yeah. like people that go through traumatic experiences, families that go through hardship, a, a loss of a family member you know what i mean like i remember you know when we lost my grandpa it was like our whole family like forgot about their our issues you know what i mean like but, we lost it but, and it but yeah yeah but it's it's not necessarily healthy all the time but
0: the thing the thing is you can go the complete opposite of that when my family lost our grandma it was the exact opposite really like we were fairly close but then my we were all really close we went to her house all the time but but when we lost her the family kind of drifted apart and not necessarily in the best way you know it was there was a lot of animosity and stuff and the family split up i mean we're close again now which is great but Mm -hmm. it took it took a long time and a lot of healing yeah so that traumatic experience you know i mean that was the antithesis of what you were saying but it's still it, it goes, it goes along.
3: Were you, in, a, in that experience, was your grandma the thing that brought people together? Yeah. Obviously. I mean, obviously. Like, so she had to be. Yeah, so once she was, when she passed away, then there was. But through that,
0: through that traumatic experience, like, there were, like, small issues that were brought up that became big issues because of the situation that we were currently in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, it's understandable. But it's, it's also, it was just, like, a counter- but um, I just think there needs to be something deeper because in those traumatic experiences that you're talking about we're talking about war and we're talking about hurricane and Houston and all that kind of stuff is in those situations you are in trauma but then you see people for humankind it's not like group versus group identity versus identity ideology versus ideology it's just like no we're all people and we may be going through this traumatic experience and we may hate it and there's not much positivity to what's going on here. But the positive part of that is that our perspective changes.
2: Well, that's why mm-hmm. cultures in poor nations have insane community. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like all they have is each other. You know, tribes, it's like, tribes
0: in Africa—they're like, we're just trying to stay alive from lions. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The lions come in here and they eat us. Yeah. We're just
1: trying to stop that, <laughs> and it's
0: so we love each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. yeah go ahead, buddy. So, uh, to add to this, I feel like, like whether or not it's a positive experience that you go through with someone or a negative experience, either way, it's usually common ground. And you're always trying to find some sort of commonality with someone Mm -hmm. like that you're trying to become friends with or you're trying to date and I feel like the root of that at times can be it is community commonality is almost it has so much to do with that because then you don't feel like you're alone yeah you're not the only one that thinks this or Mm -hmm. likes this or is hates this person you know, mm-hmm. I think that's a. Well, I think that that's where it.
0: that's where you get deeper into it. It's not just a negative thing, but that negative thing has brought you into a positive thing. Yeah. Which is community, and if it's just a negative thing, I I would argue with my brother if he was still here. But <laughs> if it's just a negative thing, I don't think that's a lasting, yeah, a lasting, lasting bond, because there has to be more than this negative thing like God didn't create us to bond over crap yeah. yeah and crap alone like we could do like we could be in a similar situation to another person and it's a crappy situation we're both in the deepest valley that we've ever been in and we have that common ground but then in that crappy situation we're lifting we're being lifted up because now we do have a community now somebody does understand what, we go, what we're going through like Alden said. Um, and that it can't just be something negative to me. There has to be be love. There has to be positivity because that's how God created
2: us. I feel like it also can't just be something positive then. I feel like like there has to be... There has to be struggle.
0: All of human life,
2: all of of human existence is struggle. So it's not necessarily that one is maybe higher over the other. I do think I... I want – I think we all want to live a life that's full of joy, you know, full of positivity, full of like, you know, those types of things. So, yes, we're not going to necessarily – I don't anymore relate to people who are complaining all the time. Yeah. Because that's not even on my mind. Like I – I'm not going to try and relate to you because I hate this person because I don't hate that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I understand that aspect of it though. But I think both – can form just as strong of bonds actually. No, now that I think about it, I, mean, I think, I think you, negativity forms pretty strong you bonds. You can't have it no, it
0: does. You, I'm, I'm not saying they're mutually <clears throat> exclusive. Yeah, they they work together. It's yin and yang. It's the same thing. Like, it's positive and negative. Mm-hmm. Like, you have one needs the other to survive in a in a way. Mm-hmm. like it can't it doesn't it's not one or the other i'm not saying the only thing that binds us is po- is positive experiences and love or common thought i'm saying that it you do need some of that struggle and some of that negativity i've heard of couples that don't fight and then they end up divorced and it's like oh you didn't fight though and it's like you didn't fight therefore you didn't have the struggle or that negative thing and you didn't work through that mm. and it just was a passive aggressive like and it never turned into anything. And I would to
3: say that's the fighting that would keep them together. It would well, it'd be the communicating of the thing that they got divorced over that, would, yeah. <laughs> that might help the relationship. Yeah. If they didn't fight and they got divorced, obviously there's there's something that's wrong. Yeah. Or, I mean, there's something there that, that, like, that's bothering the relationship. I'm just saying, no
0: friends ever fully agree and don't have arguments or don't have misunderstandings. So, And those misunderstandings... And working through those things often bring a group or individual friends closer together Mm -hmm. because you've worked through that situation. And I've seen that with plenty of friendships in my own life and plenty of groups in my own life. So, yeah.
3: Yeah. It reminded me of something that I can't think of the full thought. I was just talking to my friend about this, about Peter Rollins. It's a Peter Rollins thought. Mm. It's about how people almost like creating conflict in order to bind. yeah, To get a bond. Creating conflict and then right. looking for the resolve. <laughs> right, yeah.
0: <laughs> I I think what my brother was saying is like we... And I agree with this. But I think there's more to the thought than where he ended it. Is that we as human beings are just trying to prevent negative things from happening. Mm. And that's very true. Mm-hmm. No, No disagreement there. But we need to move from... Preventing negative. We need to get good at preventing negative things from happening, so that we can then, pre- like, promote be the catalyst for causing positive things to happen. Mm. And I think, like, if I mean, we're a little off the objective morality part now, but but I think we need to move from preventing negativity to creating positivity. And not in like a cheesy way, not in like some cheesy way that, you know, you hear with alliteration from some platform or another.
1: Some meme on Facebook. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not like a scripture posted or, you know, some fancy saying in a, in a, in a poem or whatever. But it's going from preventing negative to creating positive. Yeah. And I think, I think, Aaron, you did that in your own life. Yeah. Like I mean you obviously weren't the only one and you obviously had help and the Holy Spirit and God and Jesus and you know, all that stuff. All of them. But you went from preventing negative to creating positive. Yeah. So biggie small
2: sins. Went from <laughs> negative to positive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know biggie smalls that yeah, yeah. well, but yeah. you I went from nasty to ashy to classy. Ah. Biggie small <laughs> oh, But yeah, I think I think I think that's an
0: important that's an important thing for us and this is a good conversation
2: yeah yeah well beautiful <laughs> well send us your thoughts on our Instagram page underscore underscore right underscore think responsibly underscore things. about fake whether or not you think there is an objective morality and what you think about bonds and community mm-hmm. or as a, mm-hmm. what's his name say what was the author you mentioned mm-hmm. who makes Stanley the Grins. Stanley Grenz Mm-hmm. The, uh, Stanley Grants. The five created for community. The th- Created for community. The Self, five things
3: God, others, creation. That's only four. Mm, yeah. Self, God. <laughs> <laughs> I never I, I, I gave a number. Just is a mystery.
0: Just send us send us a message or a comment or whatever and we will hopefully get back to you with a thoughtful response. Anyway. This, this is, is a- us signing off for the off for the fourth episode of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, this mm-hmm. is a Russ signing out. Our guest, our guest is signing off. Golden now. Warlord, Golden, Golden Warlord, Warlord, also known as Alden, uh, and I'm Jonathan signing off for my brother Josh as well. And I am
2: derail, derail, derail. <laughs> Adios, School. amigos. Later. See you.